This is the On the Pony Express podcast, hosted by Billy Embody. Brought to you by Epic Estate Wines. Walking strong on the Pony Express. A weekly segment with SMU alum, owner, vintner of Epic Estate Wines, Bill Armstrong. Epic Estate Wines, world-class wines from Paso Robles Wine Country. Learn more, Epic, E-P-O-C-H, EpicWines.com. And now your host. And now your host, Billy Embody. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Walking Strong with Bill Armstrong. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, baby. Yeah. You know, can you believe this? We're a cold day in Dallas. Yeah, sure. What do you probably think this is? Probably wind chill of about 45? Yeah, 40s. Out here? 40s, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. You said you came to SMU during one of these kind of days. My so. first visit to SMU is right around this time of year on a day like this. And I, I had it among the top schools, uh-huh. and then I came back on a postcard day. And that was it. Oh, so. man. My first day at SMU... My parents didn't bring me down here. They just put me on a plane, and I ended up hanging out at the pool. And there is no way. I turned down Stanford because I saw all the girls <laughs> at the pool at SMU. I'm like, I'm not stupid. You know? <laughs> right decision worked out for you. What do they say about Stanford? Nine out of ten girls in Stanford or in California are gorgeous, and the tenth goes to Stanford. <laughs> I don't mean to say that to my new ACC team. Yeah. Hey, listen, I've got a wine that you've never had before. No, Hardly never. anybody has tried. Very cool. Okay, this is a dessert wine. Okay. And it is absolutely, it is fantastic. And um, so it's a port style okay. wine. And the reason I picked it for this week is because you call it possibility. And uh, now that we're in the ACC and we're in the big time, the possibilities are endless yes. for SMU. So that's how we did this. Love it. I brought an extra bottle for you. Thank you. And for Michelle. She can only smell it for the next four weeks, four yeah, months. Three, four, yeah, three, three, three more three, months. Yeah. Well, she's in the third trimester. Yes. Right? So, so I think technically you might be able to sip a little bit. Yep, yep. I don't want any letters about that, you know, because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about. Uh, we don't have a lot to talk about today. No. Uh, let's talk about. Cheers. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Mm. Isn't, that a great, isn't that a great smell? Possibly, oh. the, possibly the best dessert wine I've that, ever had. That is, it, that is, it, is, it is fantastic. <laughs> it's like port. It's a yeah. port It's a port style. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, let's talk about uh, the Fenway Bowl yeah. or the Wasabi Bowl. Yeah. F- me. Was it just a sh- It was a sh- game. A day. And it was just. Yeah. And uh, I was on the field the whole game. Froze my ass off. And I, you know, I wanted to be loyal to the guys. They're out there freezing their ass off, so that's what I would too. And it was—I was so wet. It was a joke, and I can't even describe to to the fans what it was like. You know, it started off bad, and it stayed bad. Yeah. I mean, if you look like the—I think the opening kickoff. Then we get a penalty on the opening deal that pushed so us that, to the yeah, moved it 15, back to eleven or something uh, like yeah. that. Yeah. So we started off with bad field position, and then. Uh, we had all these key penalties that had kept taking away big plays or yeah. pushing us back. They kept getting the ball at the 50. Yeah. We kept getting it on the 10. Uh, everything about it was bad. The field was bad. But Boston College had to play on that same field. Yes. You know, now granted, the guys in Boston are a little more used to this kind of weather where that day took away the best part of our game, the throwing. Sweet. Yeah, as well. And, uh, and it was just one of those kind of strange games. You just knew it from the beginning. You know, when we lost that opening fumble against Tulane, yep. I didn't feel bad. It was yeah. just kind of like, okay, that's a fluke. 
But the Fenway Park game. By the way, Fenway. How cool is Fenway? Yeah. Oh, cool. my God. It's Fenway cool. Game. You know, right behind us is the Green Monster, and uh, it's the greatest, probably iconic stadium in the country. Yeah, I would it say. Is. Yeah, I think it was built in like 1920 or something like that. 1915, like a long time ago. Yeah. And oh my God, it was cool shit, and the people were great. And um, the Bostonians, which they're not famous for being great, but they were. You know, it yeah. was just Welcome it was just the pack. Uh, it was yeah. really great. Although I didn't like the coach of BC, he was a little punk, I think. He's a little bit of a whiner, but anyway, um, the uh, it was weird. Our normally sure-handed receivers couldn't catch. Yeah, you know, Moochie had that plays. Key, plays. key plays. I mean, Moochie had that really long throw to him that he just hit him right in hands, and he dropped it. But the play, he so we you know we get it. We get into halftime, and even though we're all frozen solid and and uh, miserable and wet, we're ahead. 14-10? 14-10. And then we had that nice drive, and KJ makes that beautiful scramble yeah. and throws a dime yeah. in the end zone and hits Keyshawn between the numbers in the end zone, and he dropped it. And that was the momentum swing of the game. Yeah. It was and then the, and then, and then the block, and then the block field the block, goal. Yeah. And, by the way, our blocking scheme on our – both our punts because I didn't you think all game we were yes. going to get our punts blocked. Yes, it seemed like every time I'm just bad. like, what the hell? Yeah. Anyway, that was really weird. But anyway, I don't give a. Shit. It's the wasabi bowl for God's sake. Yeah. Who gives? Yeah, I mean, I nothing mean, about it, that game changes the fact that SMU had to go out and do what it's been trying to do in the portal. Yeah. De- new defensive linemen because they're losing yep. three. Yep. Well, losing four, really. Yep. Like they had to go out and address the offensive line. They got to do all these things to get ready for next year. Yep. And I mean, Kevin making his second start, there were moments when I was like, wow, he's rolling. At halftime, he was well on his way to having a terrific day. Terrific. Outside of terrific. the fumble on the opening drive. And then they they just, again, you know that, what? The it, a couple key plays here and there. And all of a sudden, you're I've never, try, having to fight back in the rain. Oh yeah, and I've never seen I've never seen so many uh, missed tackles. Yeah, it was, it was have easy. you added them up? I mean, I don't, yeah. it had to have been twenty missed tackles. Trying to plant and make plays on that field mm-hmm. with as fast as their quarterback Castellanos is, I that's, boys their, their quarterback he was, good, he was good, good runner. He was really good runner. He's tough as nails because he yeah. got hit hard, both in the backfield and on the runs. And so yeah. So anyway, that was. But at the end of the day, it's the wasabi bowl. Who gives? By the way, bowl season has turned into a j- joke. Yeah. I mean, who would want to play in the Duke's Mayonnaise Bowl? Yeah. You know, or how, about, yeah. how about the Pop-Tart Bowl? Yeah. I that, mean, that was funny. <laughs> I did like the Pop-Tart. Pop-Tart is a, Pop-Tarts are a lost, uh, you know, I know. We all brand love, until we now. All love now we're talking about them on our pod. I know. Unbelievable. Anyway, so, uh, but you look at, like, the, um, the Georgia-Florida State game. Yeah. You feel for Florida State unless – I don't know. I, mean, I don't at all. Florida after State's, all the they're, 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 they're just thrown. been throwing little impetuous tantrums. Now they're going to yeah. try to sue to get out of the ACC. Yeah. They're going to get their ass handed to them yeah. on that lawsuit. Anyway, I mean, whatever. We're going to play Florida State next year. So, yeah, you know, right I don't, don't want to piss them off too bad. They're going to be hanging out with us right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I mean, they put on a beating on Florida State, not unlike what Georgia put on TCU last year. Yep. You know. Which brought back fantastic memories for me. Yes. <laughs> you get their ass kicked. And then and then you look at what Georgia did to Liberty. Oregon. 
Yes. I'm, to what, what did I say? Georgia. Yeah, yeah, excuse yeah. me. Oregon yeah. did to Liberty. Yeah. Just turned. I mean, forty-six proof, unanswered uh, or whatever uh, it was. Proof, proof positive that Liberty SMU should have been in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. And not Liberty. You never know what would have happened if, mm-hmm. like, you can't compare mm-hmm. playing in a pristine indoor environment in right. Phoenix versus Oregon. Instead, you're playing outside in the elements, Boston College. I, I mean. It's a different, it, it's a, it's, we're a different team. I mean, playing Boston College at their home field that isn't a baseball field might have been different. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just the whole, it just is what it is. Totally different. I guarantee we would, we would have done better than Liberty. Yeah. You know, yeah. no doubt about that. I did feel sorry for them. Yeah. But, um, you know, Oregon could have put up 75. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Just like Georgia could have put up 100. Oh, they against, were, yeah. against Florida State. 100%. They were playing their second string in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, by the end of the game, they were putting in the coach's kid to play, you <laughs> yeah. know, to, to yeah. get some some time. So the bowl season has lost its magic. I mean, I'm ready uh, for the expanded play. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, it's going to be so yeah. much better. Yep. Speaking of that, those are both good semifinal final games. Yeah, they were. Really, really yep. good. How about Washington? And I'm shocked how good Washington yeah. was. They're shocked. tough. They're just slept on. They're oh, man. Just, I think, I, I think I like their I, coach a lot. I, I like their coach a ton. Yeah. And they're playing the coach I l- like least in Michigan next week. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really pulling for Washington against yeah, Michigan. I was glad to see Michigan beat Alabama because Alabama, I felt like, kind of they back, get their they, run. They, they kind of backed in a little bit this year. Yep. And uh, But everybody wanted to have Alabama. And the Nick Saban, you know, aura needs to be d- dampened a little bit. Yep. So I was kind of glad about that. And those are probably two of my least favorite teams. Yeah. Take away TCU, which is my least favorite team. Uh, Baylor, second least favorite team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama and Michigan are in my top five least favorite teams. So I didn't give them. You know, who really Who's your one. least favorite uh, ACC team? I almost just said Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a least favorite yet. Well, uh, the family know, vibes uh, are good. Uh, I'm just digging the ACC thing, man. I'm just like, so uh, I'm, I'm glad to say goodbye to TCU. And, and by the way, why do you give a shit? We really beat TCU next year. Does it really matter? Doesn't matter in terms it's of non, what, it's a non-conference game. I just think it would be nice for SMU to be able to have those bragging rights, at least in one of these final yeah. games. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised between now and the game against TCU next year. They try to get out of that game. I'm. I wouldn't shock me. I'm much more though about could care less if SMU goes winless against the Power Five non-conference, and then wins the ACC. Right. That's, that's, I mean, if you look at our ACC schedule next year, we have a lot of winnable games, yep. a lot of really winnable A lot of work games. that needs to be done, but yep. winnable games. And we have, like, we have been crushing it in the transfer portal. I mean, absolutely crushing the transfer portal. I think it's top 10. Mm-hmm. It may be top 7. It was 7 last I looked. Yeah, so top 7 in the country. Think about that. Yeah. And uh, I, I was talking to – the coaches today and we have probably four more that we're going to get breaking news that's like 15 yeah. you know so we're going to have well that'll probably be top five yeah by the time we're said and done nope there are very few schools that will lose guys to the portal that they're okay with losing you know right. guys right. need fresh starts whatever and then replace them with such upgrades that smu has isn't that good damn yeah anybody out there and you're, you're wanting to get lucky, I highly recommend you calling up Epic and buying a bottle of Possibility because I'll tell you what, if you drink this with your uh, significant other and it doesn't happen for you, it's your fault. I'm just, I'm just saying. 
you know. All right, let's talk transfer portal. You know these guys better than me. Yeah. I mean, we've got we have like four defensive linemen, right? We have three offensive linemen, two, two. from Oklahoma and one from uh, that big West Virginia kid. Uh, he's a defensive lineman. Oh, is he a defensive lineman? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's right. He is. Yeah. And then we got I was this. Like, are uh, you about yeah. to break some? Uh, no, no, no. I wish. I, I, no, I don't. I, yeah. I, I would never do that. Um, but yeah, even though I might have some news, but I'm not going to uh, release it. So Ooh, keep them watching. <laughs> no. And um, defensive so, back. That defensive back from A and M. Yep. Really good. good. Yep. Really good player. He's I've known good. him a long time. Oh, is that right? Yep. Good. Yep. Deuce and his brother's Davion Harmon, who plays uh, professionally and was a high level recruit. Larry Brown recruited him. Oh, you're but, kidding? Yeah. Way Larry back Brown. in the day. Larry Brown. Yeah, that's you. For basketball, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking, I thought you were talking about football. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, known Deuce in Deuce a while. Anyway, you guys know where we are. We're in front of the Devon College sign. And yeah. by the way, one of my very best friends, Bob Devon Jr., right here. Boom, Bob, love you, buddy. He was the chairman of the board of uh, SMU. Uh, his dad, uh, Bob Devon Sr., was a ten. On a scale of one to ten, he was a ten. Funniest guy you have ever met. <laughs> and Bob Devon Jr. may be the second funniest guy you ever oh, met. Oh, we, well. I mean, get him on. We can get him on a podcast, but when he's around you and I, he's a, he's clean cut. Yeah. But when he's not around, when it's just he and I, he tells the most nasty jokes. I mean, like literally filthy. It's just hilarious. <laughs> Bob, I love you, man. Uh, anyway, we're digressing here. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so transfer portal crushing it. Yes. And uh, but it's really interesting is the coaches when they tell me what they're most proud of is the 2025 recruiting class. Yeah. They're, they're said they said that will be top ten. Yeah, they've got it. They've got a good shot to do it. Yeah. I mean, they're they're off to a great start. Multiple four stars, a lot of guys uh, in Dallas that they're very very high on, and they're sitting in good early spots. That yeah. has a chance to be a class that people look back on. And and you, there's a lot of players that have come through that have set the standard of play on the field. That's the class that you can look at. And say that's going to set the standard in high school recruiting. Yeah, all oh, uh, to a brand new bar. Yeah, I I love that. I mean, it's like we're going to be South Dallas on steroids here, right? Mm-hmm. Between Duncanville and and uh, Soto. DeSoto, DeSoto and, and yeah. Oh my God. So uh, anyway, I, I, uh, what else? Oh, uh, we're not we're going to continue the, the the podcast. Yes, by popular demand, our tens of fans have said they they, they want us to do this again. So. Uh, why don't y'all send us ideas of what you want us to talk about before the season starts? Yes. Like if you want to talk about, uh, you know what? Let's get Elijah Chapman on. He'll come talk about what it's like to get ready for the NFL Combine. Yes. That'd be fun. It. Yes. He and I were 100%. texting. He were he and I. Were, he's a great guy. We're texting today. He'll be on. Uh, we can get some other guests. Yes. Maybe we can get David Miller. Yeah. Big fish. How about George W. Bush? Dude, if you huh? pull that one off. Oh, Mr. President. Big fan of SMU, yes. and we're great buddies. So you know that would be cool. You know, most most importantly, let's get Laura, Mrs. Bush, please. Oh, Laura, Laura <laughs> yeah. would do it in a moment. Proud SMU. I mean, alum. I don't, I don't think she would want to listen to my nasty language, though. Yeah. I, I, she's not keen on that. Yeah. Well, just show uh, Mary Jill Crow was on the pod, so you know. Yeah, there you it go. Can I, be done. I can clean up. I can yes. clean up my yeah. act. Yep. Okay. Well, listen. Uh, let's do this again in a month or something. Yes. And you guys, let us know what you want us to talk about between now and next season. And uh, here's to you, baby. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, rock and roll. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to this edition of Walking Strong with Bill Armstrong. So much of the time on the podcast, we have outtakes. And we've got one that we're creating by ourselves today. 
And that is because you have to do one last update to the pod. I know. I, I, how did I not say we're 11 and 3? Yeah. Guys, we're 11 and 3. I mean, think about that. 11 3. You're, you're already on to the new year. You're I'm already, on. You're, I'm on. you're right. You're right. Because it was the Wasabi Bowl. It was the Wasabi. It wasn't 12 and 2, which I wanted. Yes. But, damn, 11 wins. How many times have we had 11 wins? Not many. In the history of the SMU. Twice? Not this century. Yeah, well, not in this century for sure. <laughs> I wish not I had since a, you were in I school. wish I had a list of I, I sent this to somebody the other day about what it was like for the thirty years following the, the death 40. penalty. Yeah, and it was like, and I and I highlighted the wins, and it was like zero, zero, one, three, two, one, four. I mean, it was a, and and so I don't want any of y'all ever complaining about the fact about any game this year. We had three bad halves. We had a bad half against OU. We had a bad half, uh, half against TCU, and we had a bad half against Boston College. Otherwise, we're 14-0. Yeah. So I'm damn proud. I'm yeah. damn proud of the year. Should be. Yeah. Like, it's it's really hard to, to win a conference championship. It's hard to go through it unscathed. Yes. And not, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's – We ran the table. Yes. You know? So, so anyway. Full games, anything can happen. 11-3, yeah. Anything can happen. There's still a, yeah, yeah. Possibilities, right? Oh, so, there you go. So, nice. Very cheers nice. to that. Here, here we go. One last yeah. outtake of uh, this season, I guess, yes. of uh, Walking Strong. So, yeah. on to Perfect. 2024. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to the On the Pony Express podcast with Billy Embody. Follow us on your socials on X at SMU on 3 and on Instagram at On3SMU. And keep it locked to OnThePonyExpress.com for more coverage.